Welcome to another podcast by InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports. Your home for Tar Heel football, basketball, and recruiting. Welcome to the Inside Carolina podcast show. John Siegler here with Don Callahan talking UNC football recruiting. Don, you are down in Charlotte over the weekend for the Nike camp, kind of looking at some of the UNC recruits down there. Let's just start off with this, Don. When you were looking at all of the prospects, who were some of the guys that really stood out the most to you? Well, the first one that pops in my mind is Shaheem Battle, and he's a guy who I've been beating the drum for for, for a few months now, at least. Um, he's a guy that he's, I mean, he looks like a safety. He has that length and height. I mean, he's a legit 6'2", but he definitely plays like a corner. I mean, he's your your perfect cover two corner because he has the ability to to also be thrown on an island, not on a consistent basis, but every once in a while when you need to do that, you can trust him out there because he just has those uh, those coverage skills, the ball skills, um, the range, um, the length, the athleticism, the hips that kind of stick with with a with a receiver. So he's a guy that really kind of stood out to me when I was watching uh, the Nike camp today. Other than him, there's a couple other guys that uh, had good good days. Also, um, Luke Doty is is a quarterback, a 2020 quarterback from Myrtle Beach that North Carolina has offered. That most fans probably this is, might be the first time they've heard of his name, but he's actually camped in North Carolina last summer. He came back for a game, and he was back on campus in the spring. You know, I thought he looked really good. The quarterback group wasn't the greatest, but I thought he was one of the guys who actually looked pretty good. Um, you know, well-built kid. Not a tall kid, but 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 uh, thick. He looks like a running back, to be honest with you. So he's a kid that obviously can, can take some wear and tear on him. Another guy I really liked is a guy that we haven't talked about yet, but he's a wide receiver out of Butler High School in Matthews, which is just outside of Charlotte. And he already has a UNC offer. It was offered about a month ago, and the staff is super high on him. He's a guy that they feel like can be like a, your your uh, traditional A-back. And that's uh, Keon Lasan, who um, we're going to actually have a full feature on him later on this week. But, I mean, he's a, you know, he's a slot receiver, but he's built like a running back. You know, and he, and he's, you know he's, he's pretty ripped also, so, uh, and he's fast too. So, um, obviously, in a camp setting, all you can kind of see is his route running and his ability to catch the ball. Um, you can't see a lot of the, the the breaking tackles and the runs after the catch and everything. But you look at him, you see his speed, you see his size, and you just kind of think about just what what he could do in a football scenario. I have watched him on film a little bit. Um, looks looks really fast on film. He looks fast today in camp. But he's a guy that I think UNC fans really need to keep an eye on and and definitely keep keep your eyes open for our full feature on uh Keon later on this week. Nice. That it's really good to hear that, you know, Carolina may be trying to get somebody there ahead of I guess like the recruiting curve, so to say. Because I, I'm I'm guessing reading between the lines, Don, that his recruitment's not really blown up quite yet. No, and I don't have a full grasp on his recruitment right now. I'll have more I'm actually gonna go by a school on Monday, which most people probably will have heard this podcast at least by Monday. Um, or after Monday. So, but I was actually talking to uh, a scout that was out there, and they said that they feel like that his his recruitment is going to blow up this spring with um, with the schools coming by and everything like that. Once you get a chance to see him, you see that he has good size, 
because that was the one thing I was questioning when I watched the film is I, I was wondering if he was tall enough. But not only was he – I mean, he's not a tall guy. I mean, he's, he's under six foot. But as, as we know with uh, Ryan Switzer, you don't have to be 6'2 to play the, the A-back and excel in it. And he's a guy that's kind of in that range. But I think more importantly, he's well-built so he can absorb a lot of punishment and you don't have to worry about him getting injured. And you can, you can probably count on him to break a couple tackles. Now, I should have actually said this at the very beginning, but for those that may be wondering why Don's audio is not up to the normal level, it is because, as I mentioned, Don is down in Charlotte, and um, I'm not going to name any names, but somebody forgot <laughs> their recording equipment at home. Yeah, yeah, I had a, I had a brain fart, and, uh, and I did not pack my, my recording equipment. So, yeah, I apologize. I will... Uh, it was all my blame. I'll take responsibility for it. I just completely forgot to pack that. So just bear with me for this week, and I promise we'll get it right next week and the week after and the week after. Well, I think that, that the listeners will forgive you, Don, and if not, you know, they can just send you nasty messages on Twitter and through the message yeah, board. Yeah, I love, I love nasty messages on Twitter. <laughs> I know, right? All right, but let's get back to the to the Nike camp then. From reading the report that you posted on the Tar Pit Premium Message Board, and this was kind of you know just uh, some quick notes here, but a general vibe that I got, Don, was that Carolina is really trying to make strides with some of the four-star defensive guys that Carolina has really picked up recruiting over the last month or so after the new staff like Tommy Thigpen, has come to campus. Am I wrong in thinking that, or, or did you kind of get that vibe as well? Yeah, well, in a lot of this, well, the situation, the two situations you're talking about with Shaheen Battle and J.R. Walker, both of those guys, not only did they have, North Carolina obviously went through a turnover at defensive back at the coach position, whereas Tara Joseph was the DB coach, up until what was it, January? And then UNC decided to split the DB responsibilities between Coach Thigpen and Henry Baker. Thigpen is coaching the safeties. Um, Henry Baker is coaching the the cornerbacks. So for both of these guys, Jail Walker is a safety or safety prospect. I mean, he's he's an athlete that could probably play a couple different positions. And then as we were talking about earlier with Shaheen Battle, he's a cornerback in North Carolina's defense. So those guys didn't have a position coach for a couple of months there, and a couple of months in recruiting is, is an eternity. In addition to that, their area, which is kind of the, I guess you can call it the northeast territory of, of the state of North Carolina, that was recruited by DeAndre Smith, who also left the staff. So there's a, there's a huge void there that there wasn't available, someone available to kind of pick it up. And then once the new coaches kind of got in, you got to establish relationships. You got to know who to call. You got to talk to head coaches, all that sort of stuff. So it took it took a little bit of time for North Carolina to get back on track with those guys, and in the meantime, other schools took advantage of it and got out to a lead with Shaheen Battle. He's had a a steady top five for uh, for a few months now, and that's uh, Clemson, Duke, NC State, Ohio State, and Tennessee, and. For a while now, North Carolina has been kind of knocking on the door, trying to get into that top five. And, you know, the good news is is that Shaheen Battle hails from Rocky Mount, which is a pro-UNC area, and Shaheen is, uh, is a UNC fan. 
So he's going to give North Carolina every opportunity possible to get back into this race. And I think it's only a matter of time before he tells me or he says publicly that, hey, North Carolina is in my top five. North, you know, North Carolina is a major contender and that sort of thing. We'll have a full report with him later on the week. We have kind of like a, I guess a clip notes version in our, uh, our, our recruit update from the camp. The other guy, Gerald Walker, um, same situation as far as location. As I said, he's from the, north, the northeast area of North Carolina. Didn't have a position coach at North Carolina for a while. So while that was going on and North Carolina wasn't communicating with him as much as um, they could have, NC State took a big lead as he became a leader. And then also he named South Carolina and Virginia Tech as his top three. And he was kind of at a point where he was just going to proceed with those three and, and kind of see what happens. But uh, through the, the uh, insistence of uh, Tommy Thigpen, which got him back on campus, got um, JR back on campus, North Carolina really has made a dent in, in the race. And JR is telling me that, um, that he's going to make some moves with his, his uh, favorites list that's, that's going to be uh, favorable for North Carolina. I'm not going to give away the whole thing, even though I think you're probably going to read between the lines. But uh, if you want to find out exactly what is going on, you know, look at the, the uh, recruiting update post that we made and then also read our J.R. Walker uh, update, which uh, should be out early this week. And then we'll close out the talk about the Nike camp with a little bit of a tease, Don. Don't, you know, give away everything here like you kind of just did for battle, but it's okay. <laughs> but uh, I, you also spoke with three of the bigger names that Carolina fans were looking at, two of which were Caveras Crouch and then Devin Ford. And the final one was Hakeem Beeman, the UNC decommitment. So those were three names that I know a lot of our listeners were probably interested in hearing. And to get that information, that would be on the Tarpet Premium message board on your notes. But, you know, from, from what you uh, kind of said on there, Don, I mean, it's interesting. I'll, I'll say that much, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I won't give it away this time. I think, you know, a lot of people kind of focused on that a lot, even though it wasn't, I mean, obviously, you know, it might not have been what people wanted to hear, but um, the report actually had, if you kind of gave a percentage, I would say 80% of it, 70, at least 70% of it was all positive for North Carolina. But at least from reading that, you'll have an idea of what's going on with those three. There's three guys who, who are obviously people know about uh, because of, for various reasons, one was committed, one the top player in the state, and the other one is one of the best running backs in the state who was actually on my, my 2019 wish list. So, yeah, so I urge everybody to kind of look at it, just to kind of see, at least kind of know what's going on so you can move forward. Well, let me, let me ask you a question, John. Uh-huh. Just uh, from when you, what you read from it, what was, I guess, the one thing that really kind of grabbed your attention? So the thing that, that jumped out to me was actually the J.R. Walker scoop. Because mm -hmm. I think that that's a name that I really want to see Carolina make some inroads for. Because I think Walker can actually be a really, really good player in the secondary. So the fact that Carolina is trying to make some strides there, that was the, the major takeaway for, for me. And like you said, I think that overall this was a positive um, thing, Don. And 
you know, everyone can can just read it and, and get their own takeaways. But let's close out this podcast by talking about a decommitment and then a walk-on commitment. The decommitment was Jaden Curry. To be honest, I don't think that this was too much of a surprise for most people that were paying attention to how his recruitment was going. But I think what did kind of surprise people was that um, British Brooks, a walk-on running back, uh, elected to attend UNC. So to wrap it up, Don, just talk about those two guys and uh, how you kind of view their respective impacts on on UNC. Well, with Brooks, because that's, that's, I guess, the shorter version um, or the shorter situation, uh, he, was, he was a guy that UNC really came close to offering, uh, but uh, never ended up offering. And then he suffered some sort of uh, injury. I think it was a knee injury. Don't quote me on that because um, I'd have to go back and, and look. And I think a lot of schools backed off because of that. Otherwise, I mean, he, I believe he would have ended up at at least an, an FCS school. So to get a kid like that who you nearly offered um, and you're getting him to, to walk on, I mean, that, that's huge. He's probably, you know, I don't know where he's at with any sort of recovery. So, so I don't, I mean, he's a guy that you're going to have to wait on to kind of contribute at all. And, and most walk-ons don't end up uh, contributing anyway. Jaden Curry is yeah as you mentioned we kind of been hinting at what was going on there was a small chance that things could have worked out and there wasn't going to be a divorce but um yeah obviously that didn't happen and and just to kind of i guess explain it a little bit um let me go through i guess his timeline he committed last june and when he committed his area recruiter was deandre smith who as we mentioned earlier left the staff um, and his position coach the coach who coached him in the freak show just a couple of days before he committed was Terry Joseph as we mentioned earlier in the podcast Terry Joseph has left the staff so on top of that Jaden transferred just it was actually like a few weeks after he committed to North Carolina he transferred from um, his I believe he was at Indian Head in, um, in Chesapeake but he transferred from there which is basically the Tidewater area from there and went to go to IMG, which for those who don't know, it's a boarding school that's very, very sports specific in addition to having a, um, you know, classes that, that prepare you for college. Everything else you're doing is all just preparing you for football. They have great facilities. And I mean, really their roster has probably, it, it definitely, no, no probably about it. It's, it has the most talented roster in the world you know, I'm talking about high, high school level wise, just because, I mean, they might not be the best team, although they, they win, uh, I think they win almost every game every year, uh, but they're, they're very, very, very talented. You have tons of guys. But anyway, during last season, and, and injuries contributed to this, but Jaden had a hard time getting on the field. Now, obviously, that's not a good sign for UNC, especially when the two guys who, who basically kind of signed off on your commitment are now gone. And you have to impress the new guy, the new guys, which were Coach, uh, well, would have been Coach uh, Henry Baker, and you know whoever end up would have ended up being his uh, his area recruiter. And what basically happened was, um, you know, UNC didn't want to kind of hold on to a spot for him, but they were going to give him an opportunity to to uh, to kind of, I guess, uh, make you know uh, impress the coaches and and kind of earn the scholarship offer back. You didn't, didn't really like that idea, and I can understand that. And so UNC basically kind of dropped him 
a few weeks ago. And but it wasn't until publicly, and obviously because UNC can't say anything publicly, Jaden's the one that has to do that. And 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 Jaden has some decisions to kind of make on how he wanted to proceed. And his decision was just to kind of just move on from the situation and start over. And there's other schools that that do like him, and that's 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 good for Jaden. And I think it works out for both parties because UNC wanted that spot for uh, some of the other DBs that they they like a lot more. Hmm. All right. Well. You know, hey, at the end of the day, if it's a situation where neither side is, you know, completely, I guess, still dedicated to to each other, then the fact that Jaden was able to kind of walk away with still some time left to, to do a recruitment, and obviously there's still time for UNC to find a replacement for him in this class, that's probably the best situation for all parties, in my opinion, anyways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a mutual, It well, basically it's a mutual situation and just so people don't think i'm just being biased i'm trying to spin it you know north carolina definitely wanted to hold on to hakeem beeman and we talked about that on a prior podcast but that that didn't work out and we have you know kind of latest in that as we mentioned earlier on the podcast we have on the uh recruiting uh update story from the from the nike camp um but with Jaden, it was a situation in north carolina just wanted to kind of just Start with a clean slate with their DBs. They had a they have a bunch of DBs that they really like, and now they can kind of fill that those spots they have for the for DB in this class with with the guys that the coaches who are going to coach those guys want. All right. Well, thanks for the information, Don, and appreciate you joining us while you're on the road, man. No problem. No problem. I always like joining Don whenever I can. Oh yeah, definitely, man. It's always a pleasure to to speak with you. Um, but for all of the listeners out there. From everyone here at Inside Carolina, thanks, and we'll speak with you again soon. Thanks for listening to InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports. Your home for Tar Heel football, basketball, and recruiting. Some brands offer you low finance, or cashback, or servicing. Renault don't do ors. We do ands. The Renault Kajar with 1.91% APR and 1,000 euro cashback and three years servicing, saving you thousands. Renault, the brand with the ands. Visit your local Renault dealer. Finances made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. Deposit required. Subject to lending criteria. See Renault.ie.